What's up, everybody? Welcome to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And today we are talking about Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, or KOTOR, is how we like to abbreviate that. Most commonly referred to as. <laughs> Developed by BioWare, Obsidian Entertainment, and Asper Media, Published by LucasArts, Electronic Arts, Disney Interactive Studios, Sony Interactive Entertainment, and Asper. And the reason for that is because this thing has come out on everything with a screen um, for oh my God, Windows for, to Xbox yeah. to Androids and iPhones, PlayStations, and Nintendo. So everybody's got their hands in it. Plus, with the KOTOR remake coming up, Sony's got their hands in it there. So... Yeah, this is the Star Wars RPG, legitimate RPG game that um, a bunch of people, myself included, who were both video game and Star Wars fans, uh, probably like lost their minds when this came out because this was like, they're going to be the coolest Star Wars game ever. Oh, God. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. No, I, uh, well, and like, it's not like it was super hard to beat that Mm -hmm. because though star wars has been producing or we've had star wars games since fuck the super nintendo yeah um they were good for the time period that they came out but they were never like great you know Mm -hmm. and so like i vaguely and i mean vaguely remember when this thing was coming out me going yeah that sounds great like but not putting a whole lot of stock into it mm. because even Bioware, which has kind of become really known or especially around this time period known for their storytelling ability yeah, was just starting out. Like nobody had really heard of them. They were just kind of like, I, I, I honestly think this was one of their first ones. Like, I don't think they'd even done dragon age yet. Mm, I don't remember. Um, when this came out and this came out just originally just on the pc and uh yeah like i I was just like well we'll see we'll see how it is we'll see how it works Mm -hmm. well well we'll see and then it came out and my world was fucking rocked (laughs) like just demolished of how much i loved this game you know yeah um it's just so good so beautiful mm-hmm. like you play it now and you're like oh my god the graphics are so terrible oh, it hurts to look at but i remember when it came out i was just like this thing is so gorgeous yeah and it's polyhedralness <laughs> like the the combat system was amazing the the character development system was amazing like oh my god I, I loved it. Loved it from top to bottom. Could not find a flaw with this game. Could oh, yeah. not. I, I I have a very special memory tied to this game. So <clears throat> this game came out July 15th of 2003. Okay. <clears throat> and I know that I bought it pretty soon after it came out because I was super excited for it. Yeah. Um, you know, I was 19 at the time, had a job, I had an Xbox and was just like gung-ho to play this thing. And then that following Christmas, I remember I got a gift from my mother, who, God bless her, like didn't really know anything about video games. She had not gotten into, I mean, prior to my mom's passing, she <clears throat> she was actually playing a lot of like Legend of Zelda yeah. kind of stuff on the yeah. Wii. And 
Um, so, so it's Christmas and she's like, I got you this book and I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it said star Wars on it. So I thought that you might like it, but it doesn't look like it, it. It's not like a real book that you read, but it's a book. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I opened it up. She got me the strategy guide for it. Nice. Do you remember strategy guides? Oh yeah. I remember strategy. It, I still have a collection of strategy. Guides. Me too. Like I still have quite a few of my strategy guides Yeah, and, um, I just remember thinking like, oh no, mom, this is actually great. Like this tells me how to play the game. And she's like, well, isn't that going to give away spoilers and secrets and stuff? And I'm like, well, I can play the game first yeah. and then like look through this to see, see like, what I missed. Yeah. What I missed or if there's anything I, you know, want to go get or whatever. Um, so, but yeah, I was, I mean, I, I have been a star Wars fan pretty much since I could walk like, yeah. I mean, I like it used to be a, a tradition at my house that if you were not feeling well and you stayed home from school, you had to stay in bed and watch a trilogy or stay on the couch and watch a trilogy. And my parents had recorded all three original Star Wars movies off of HBO. So <laughs> so that was always my go to trilogy. Yeah. I used to dress up like Luke Skywalker at night after taking my bath. I would be like, I'm going to wear white shorts and a white T-shirt. And I'm Luke from A New Hope or, yeah. you know, black pants and a black shirt. And I'm Luke from Return of the Jedi. So I've always been a huge Star Wars fan. It's basically part of my DNA. And yeah, having a an in-depth game like this, I was just like, gimme, 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 gimme. <laughs> yeah, because like everything before this, like the the Super Nintendo ones were side scrollers where you just played through the movies, mm-hmm. um, which weren't bad. I, I, again, they were no. good. They just weren't great. Yeah. Um, and then you had some of like Jedi Academy, mm-hmm. which wasn't bad, but it wasn't great either. Like <laughs> all of them were just good. Yeah. And so, like, this one, it, it just, yeah, I, I was excited because I'm like, I'm going to be able to make choices. It's going to be an RPG. I'm mm-hmm. going to, like, I wonder how they're going to do this because they've never done anything like this in the past. And what stories are they going to tell? Because, like, I knew even at this point where George Lucas was very locked down with his universe mm-hmm. and who could go into his universe and add to it or make changes to it or or anything to deal with the, the universe that he created. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, ah, I don't know. Are they going to be retelling an old story? Are we going to like be making choices? And then they're like Knights of the old Republic. And I'm like, so it's going to be older, 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 you know, like, but how old are we talking about? Are they going to be lame and throw in some like iconic stuff from shit that we've seen before and, you know, things like that. Right. Right. And so I I was very skeptical of it because like I first off starters, and I think you guys all know this, we do not dictate what classifies as a fan. Mm. You love something. You're a fan of it. Yep. No good I don't, keeping here. Yeah, I don't care what knowledge you have. I don't care if you haven't watched everything. Like, if it's something that has affected you, that you you consider yourself a fan of, you're a fan. And these were movies for me that did that. Like, every time a lightsaber struck off, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I felt it in my soul, <clears throat> you know? Mm-hmm. I, I just... I loved this universe, you know? Yeah. And so, like, being able to jump in and actually affect it, 
that was what I was excited about. Yeah. Like, and I, I did. I bought it shortly after it came out because I, I was not as old as you. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, I saved up some money. I bought it. And, you know, I, I made sure my PC could handle it because that was the other thing around this time period is, mm. like, if you didn't have a PC good enough, it wasn't going to run it. Yeah, no. And luckily, my PC at the time, it could. Nice. And I was like, oh, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> And so, yeah, I was, I was super excited about it. Um, that like, and, and it's something that the excitement's still there. Mm -hmm. Like when I look at the game and I'm like, ah, I'll jump back into this for a little bit. Every time that like opening sequence happens, I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> this is going to be fun. And like, yeah, as I play through it, I'm just kind of like, Oh my God, this is so terrible. <laughs> I love it so much. But with that, why don't we jump into the uh, the storyline here, bud? Oh, yeah. It's actually, surprisingly, it's actually pretty quick. It is. Considering the overall story is actually pretty short. Yeah. But, like, it takes a lot. So here's your spoiler warning. Boop. Hey, guys. Just want to give you a heads up. From here on out, there's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. Okay, so this takes place 4,000 years prior to the original Star Wars films. So that's 4,000 years before A New Hope, okay? <clears throat> a Sith by the name of Darth Malak, who is another Sith who goes by the name of Darth Revan, is his apprentice. And Darth Malak has unleashed a Sith armada against the Republic. And you start the game off in the middle of this battle because Darth Malak is trying to capture a Jedi by the name of Bastila. And you are on the same ship as her. And you wake up and you have amnesia. Amnesia. Yes, that old classic video game trope. <laughs> See any Legend of Zelda game. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, I, that was just a joke. I know. <clears throat> but I, I was actually trying to think, like, I don't know if I ever played a game before this where the character woke up and had amnesia. Oh, I don't know. Uh, probably it might have become a trope after this <laughs> but because i remember playing a lot of games after this where the character woke up and had amnesia yeah but before this i if you if you guys know of something call me out but like i i can't think of one me i oh gosh barely yeah so like i actually thought that was kind of interesting but you like when you wake up you're kind of like you 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 believe like you're just some sort of like trooper well yeah there's there is there's like so there you can pick you can pick male or female and then you can pick one of three like categories yeah there's like smuggler outlaw and soldier or something mm -hmm. like that and yeah like whatever starting class you pick because it's an rpg it's got you know your typical like strength and dexterity and computer skills and you know the so you have your stats of right. like strength, dex, con, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. And then you have skills right. like computer hacking and blasters dual wielding and, and blasters yeah. and vibral swords. And yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, like the first guy that runs up to you, he's like, oh, you're good. You're finally awake. You can come help because we're under attack. And then like small pause. It says here that you are a soldier. So you will be an invaluable member to our team kind of stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> And then you start going through the ship yeah. to eradicate <clears throat> these Sith forces that are attacking you. And you it, it, it's the standard, like, we're going to teach you how to play the game. Yeah. 
Because um, in this, they do do the pause mechanic mm-hmm. where a battle starts and you can plan out your attacks up to like five attacks or something, something like, like that. that. Five, five moves that you're going to do and who you're going to attack and what you're going to do on them and everything. And through the combat, you can hit the space bar and it'll pause again and you can map it out and everything. Or you can do everything in real time and try and like live action <laughs> i was never good at that i i did the pause method it Spam was way power better attack. <laughs> power attack <laughs> um but yeah like it was that so yeah you you're on the ship and then you like and then, get to the bridge you find the is the bridge where you find the pilot yep that's yeah yeah and he's like this, this baby's going down yeah we got to get the fuck off this so then you make it to the escape pods mm-hmm. and you jettison to what planet? Terrace. Terrace. And in Terrace, you jettison into like the slums. Yeah. And you're kind of hiding away because they're searching for you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you're like, we need to get the fuck off this planet. But in order to get the fuck off this planet, we need to get a ship. And in order to get a ship, we need to like meet some contacts. And the whole time we're looking for Bastila. Bastila. And. You like I can't even remember. She's man. she's been captured by a swoop gang. That's right. Swoops are basically Star Wars's versions of motorcycles, and she's been captured. And she's the she's the the prize for whoever gets first place in an upcoming swoop race. So by a series of events, you end up entering the swoop race. You end up winning. Bastila joins your team, and then you eventually get to the ship, the Ebon Hawk. Oh, I loved this ship. Which was so cool because at this point you had your own ship. You had a couple of people in your party. This is where you get your R2 unit. Mm-hmm. Or he's not an R2 unit, but he's your droid. But you get a droid unit. Yeah. Um, and then the ship had cool things like you would have little segments where you were like in the top in like a gunner seat and you had to shoot incoming ships. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. <clears throat> you actually had your own ship though and mm-hmm. it wasn't the millennium falcon right. it was your own ship own new ship that yeah. you could walk around and you could check out the engines and you could go to cruise quarters and the bridge and you know like you would have to open up the map and decide what planet you want to go to um so you eventually go and you meet you take basila back to the jedi you do some training and then it's like because are- they find out that you're force sensitive yes um, and then it's basically like, here are four planets, go check them out. And you can kind of do that. If my memory serves me correctly. You can do them in any order. Yeah. Because it was like, here are four objectives. Mm-hmm. We need to do all four of these things before we can advance to the next step. So yeah. it didn't matter what planet you did, but you kind of learn like some of the history of the Sith and Malak. And then there's one where you, um, you're trying to gain and curry favor to help and aid your cause in fighting Malak. That's right. They're looking and, for star maps. Yep. And the, each, each planet has a star map because you're looking for something called the Star Forge. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because that's how Malak is creating his forces. Yep. Is with this Star Forge. And yeah, so you could do them in it whatever order. Yeah. I remember one, like, <clears throat> like I'm pretty, like, Kashik was one. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there was, like, a water one. And I'm, I think, I think was that was Tatooine one of them? I, I want to say Tatooine was one of them, but I don't, I like, I know Tatooine is a planet that you can visit, but right. I couldn't remember if it was one of those four planets. Right. Or is it in the next game? 
Because I remember that you could, because you fight a Krite dragon. Yep. But I don't remember if it's this one or the other one. I think it's this one, man. <clears throat> I think so too. I think it's this one. Um, but so you go around, you go to these planets. Usually, it involves like there's a thing that you have to do to get to where you want to go. Um, like I remember on the water one, it's like the digging has upset some cr- sea creatures, so you have to calm them down so you can go walk to the star, uh, the star forge. Which the then you have to do some other <clears throat> crazy shit, and it's an RPG. There's yeah. there's quests that you have to do and side quests that you can pick up to help yeah. out with, and you can curry favor with citizens or really piss them off. And <laughs> one of the cool things that this game added, which was a first, was the uh light dark side meter. the alignment system the alignment system so like if you did good things you got light side points and it pushed you more towards a jedi and if you did bad things you got dark side points and it pushed you more towards the sith mm-hmm. and with that it did unlock certain abilities mm-hmm. um so like if you went more towards the sith you could unlock force lightning yeah but if you went more towards the Jedi, you unlocked like more acrobatic type moves and stuff like that. And um, depending on what alignment you were, depended on how your companions reacted to you. And if your companion was in a group and you responded a way that your companion either liked or hated, you got points for that. And that would determine on how they responded to you. And, like, it was a really in-depth companion system mm-hmm. because you could actually – was was it this one that you could actually curry enough favor with one of the companions to have a romantic relationship or did that just take place in the second one? No, there was, there was two. You could either – depending on if you were male or female, yeah. you could either romance Bastila or Garth, yeah. who was the pilot. Yeah. And that was that was it though. But it depended on like if you went dark side, you could not romance right. Bastila. Right. But if you went light side, you could. Yeah. So it like it, they added more in the second one, but in this one, like even that, you were like, holy shit. Yeah. No, that was that's cool. crazy. Um. So yeah. So then you like you as you were traveling through these four planets, like you were doing these side quests and everything. This is why like. The storyline seems short, but when you're on these planets and you're doing these side quests, it, it felt like forever. Oh, yeah. Um, which wasn't a bad thing, by no, the no, way. No. I, I didn't think it was bad, like, hanging out on this planet, doing all these little side quests and running and doing all this stuff. Um, but then you collect all of the star maps that lead to the Star Forge, and you take them back to the Jedi Temple, and I believe that's where you learn a lot more about who you are. Yes. Um... And I also remember, I think after you visit the third planet, Malik shows up and kidnaps Bastila. Again. Again. <laughs> well, for the first time, but she gets kidnapped right. again. Yes. Yeah, and um, you got to go save her. Yes. Again. But, but you're right. You do go back to the Jedi, and that's where you get like the big reveal, which, I mean, I loved how they did it. I'll, I'll just be honest, right? So throughout the whole game, because spoiler, 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 spoiler. Spoiler, if you have not played this game yet, pause it right here, go play it, and then come back. Yeah, yeah. Because this is, to me, this is like a huge ruiner. Oh, yeah. But you end up learning that you are Darth Revan. Yes. That you were in a fight, got knocked unconscious, and the, the Jedi found you, and 
realize that you had lost your memory. Uh, if I remember, they kind of mind wipe you a little bit. Oh, do they? Yeah. So, like, you do find out that Revan um, was a Jedi who was then corrupted by a power um, and took his apprentice who was also corrupted by that power. And then they started rebelling against the Republic and the Jedi. And so, yeah, in this fight with Basila, you get knocked unconscious, but while you're unconscious, they're kind of like, we might be able to save him. Oh. And so they, they do kind of do a little mind wiping because you find out that Basila has a very rare gift mm. in the force, mm -hmm. um, where it's basically precog. Yeah. And when she was trying to use that, what do they call it? Battle, was it, oh, battle meditation or whatever. I think so. Um, on you, your future was very clouded and very blurry. She couldn't get a good read on like what you were gonna do next. So the council kind of thought, well, maybe we can redeem you. Mm. And that's how I took it. Was like they kind of helped along the amnesia to give you a second chance at making those choices and yeah so you like you find that out and of course malik doesn't give a shit no like he just wants to kill you because he wants to be right because this is how sith operate yeah <laughs> the apprentice always wants to take over from the master correct <laughs> and so like yeah, you have that big reveal. Right. And it's cool because, like, you see Revan stand, because Revan has always been wearing a mask. And, like, the camera moves in and, like, does, like, a facial shot and then starts to spin around you. And as it's spinning around you, you pull the mask off and the camera gets back in front of you and you look up and it's your character's face. Yep. And you're like, holy shit, I'm Revan. Ah, ah, <laughs> and, like, and it was, though. It was oh, good. God. Like, it was... It was like, holy shit. Like one of the few emotional reactions that really stick out for me. This is one of them. I told you about um, the chick in Halo Reach. Yeah. When she died, that got a, a knee jerk emotional reaction from me. Like it, it doesn't happen super often, but like that. No, this, this was sticks. This was one because they did a really good job of like, as you're playing through, you kind of feel like something happened to Revan but it's never clear what yeah. happened to Revan and you, you never are led to believe like there, there's nothing up to it that where you're like, Oh, I'm Revan. It's, it's dead. It's a dead giveaway. I'm Revan. I know it. There's too many little hints dropped. I'm Revan. Yeah. I, I never felt that way as I was playing it. Cause when you meet it for the first time and you kind of go through your apprenticeship, Right. Mm -hmm. They're talking about like, oh, you're you're incredibly strong in the force. And they basically treat you like they don't know who the fuck you are. And they didn't know that you had for you were force sensitive. I, I just remembered it's not the it's not the Jedi Council. It's when Malik abducts Bastila because you fight him in that hallway and he's like, you don't know who you are, do you? And then you have the flashback. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. It was him telling you who you are. Don't you remember? That's what I remember. That's right. That's right. But still, but yes, amazing reveal. Yes. And that's when you, you do go back to the Jedi Council and you confront them on it. Right. And they're like, yeah, so we were trying to save you. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, <laughs> please help us. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then you go to the star forge and you have a choice basically on your decisions, right? Again, yep. you can either go with the light side by destroying the star forge, or you can go the dark side route and take over the star forge and become the new Sith Lord again. Yeah. And then you have an ultimate battle with Malak and that's pretty much the end. Yeah. Like I said, the plot is really simple, but it's it, it was so well written because like you were saying so well done you never like i never really got a sense like revan always seems like he's just missing yeah you know and like you're waiting for well him to and show like up. basila does mention like how she fought him a couple of times and it was never to like success or anything like that and mm-hmm. so like when you find out like they did fight once and she did kind of win once but instead of like killing him this is what happened and everything you're like oh my god yeah and like it's more impactful when you uh if you play a female Mm. because they do always refer to revan as a him (laughs) so like you're playing a female which is what i was doing and then all of a sudden it's like yeah you are revan i was like what (laughs) what i'm not a dude (laughs) like and but uh yeah like they just they did so good on the story writing Mm -hmm. and and, and in all fairness like looking back now like that's not surprising because that is something that bioware became really well known for was how great of story writers they were in this stuff but like they also incorporated a lot of new mechanics that we saw in later games Mm -hmm. like we we talked about it with mass effect in that first mass effect game they took a lot of mechanics that they developed for knights of the old republic and imported it into that first mass effect game like your power shot symbol is the same in both games (laughs) and yeah and like it's kind of funny because even the replay value was there Mm -hmm. i'm not big on replaying games but because i could make different choices and i could get different outcomes and i could treat people differently like the replay value was there Mm -hmm. right and like of course as you 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 play through the game once right and you start off thinking that you're a soldier so you're like I'm not dumping anything into fucking melee combat. It's all fucking firearms. Yeah. And then you get a lightsaber and you're like, fuck, I need to dump some shit into <laughs> melee combat. You know, like I got nothing with this lightsaber that I can do. Yeah. You know? And for people like me where it's like, all I want to do is run around with a lightsaber now. Now yep. I got to put a bunch of points into it. So when you play through it the second time, you're like, oh, I'm getting the lightsaber. I'm going to dump everything I got into melee combat. Yep. Like done. Yeah. I recently, I not, I shouldn't say recently, probably about a year or so ago, I started it up. Um, and same thing. I was like, oh yeah, I'm putting a ton of points into just all my melee stuff. Yep. I know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> but I, this is it. like, you don't need, but you don't have to do that. You can play it straight like a soldier or a spy or oh yeah 100 percent. there's even after you get your force powers you can still do it mm -hmm. you don't have to use a lightsaber yeah you can just play it how you want to play it i just think you're dumb if you don't well yeah no i mean 100 like why not have a lightsaber yeah i mean like i don't like who watches star wars and is like i want to be a clone trooper like i don't know they're people, man. I know. Don't well, judge. I, I know that I'm not judging. I'm more like of all of the fantastical space fantasy stuff. Right. A soldier when you could be a space wizard. I don't know. But, space wizard. Yeah. Or I mean, and it does. You could be good or bad. Like there's space wizards on both sides. But whatever. yeah. No, and like it, it's, it just man, it was just a good game. 
it, all around. It really was like, you know, I mean, they had, you know, different, you know, different armor sets that you could put on. It changed how your characters looked. Well, and I believe if, maybe it's the second one. You see, and this is where I'm getting a little confused on which one's which. Mm-hmm. But like when you become a Jedi, you actually get to choose a subclass. Uh, like the Sentinel Guardian or... I think this is the second one. Is that the second one? So. Oh, when they incorporated that, that was pretty cool. But if it was the second one, then ignore all of that. <laughs> but this one was still pretty awesome because, like, you did. You, like, you went through, like, when you met up with the Jedi Council right off the bat, like, you go through apprenticeship training. Mm. You're running quests. And yeah. then you have to go and get your kyber crystal. And then you have to build your lightsaber. And, like... You're learning all of these things, and it really makes you feel like, like, fuck, I'm a Jedi. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> because, like, in the other games previous, right? Like, mm-hmm. you never really... Yeah, you played Luke, and he had a lightsaber, but, like, you weren't a Jedi. Right. And even in Jedi Academy, it was kind of like, uh, I don't feel like yeah i have a lightsaber and i get to do all this cool shit and everything Mm. but like i didn't earn that yeah in jedi academy you start with a lightsaber yeah and it's just like oh yeah i've had this thing it's a little lackluster i was born with it um but in this one like you start off with like vibral blades and Mm. blasters and you're you're making your way through and like you fight through the undercity and you know all this stuff and you're you're just a normal guy yeah and then all of a sudden you go and they're like oh you're you're sensitive to the force yeah we need to we need to train you so you can utilize that you're, you're like wizard henry what <laughs> yeah Space i i like henry. <laughs> okay man i'm not gonna steal the line from the other fan i know i know i great cast of supporting characters well, like I said, right? Well, because you have good and bad. Like, mm-hmm. you recruit good and bad characters that do try and pull you their way. Like, mm-hmm. you get a Mandalorian. Yep. Um, And this was before Mandalorians couldn't take off their helmet. Well, <laughs> like, <it's>, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we're not going to, we're not, we don't have to talk about that, but yes. Well, because, it, but like, this is when you really get into like what a Mandalore is mm-hmm. and and like it, it does actually explain pretty well like why mandalorians were kind of really good suited for bounty hunting because their species um were more resilient like that's how the guy explains it like they're just built they're just tougher <laughs> they're built different <laughs> yeah like they, they 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 have higher resistances like he does he's he's a great tank character mm-hmm. Because he has higher resistances to all forms of damage. He he has more health than anybody else. Like, you're just kind of like, oh, okay. You you are built different there, bud. (laughs) But he is, like, super fucking evil. Like, he is just a bad guy. Yep bad guy and you're just kind of like well that sucks and everybody's favorite droid hk-47 oh super evil too the assassin the very evil assassin droid who's hysterical oh yeah you can try and reprogram him too can you yeah and it it never goes well (laughs) like because you only get one attempt and i do remember like holding off on that attempt until like i had like a shit ton yeah. of points into it mm. and i don't i just don't think it's a you can do it i just don't <laughs> think you can do it 
and like it actually makes him a little worse because then now he's like bitter towards you for trying to like reprogram him you know like he's fuck you man <laughs> you get a, a toilet girl and her wookie companion yeah th- those ones you get on that first planet yeah, yeah basically when you leave that first planet you pretty much have bastila garth and then the two of them and the asteroid uh, droid yep and, and- and then you there's a, there's eventually like a Catwoman you can get. I never really used her. No. Um, I think that's it, right? Because there's not. I think there's nine altogether. Yeah, and you can build up reputations with all of them, and you can even take like the evil characters and make them good mm-hmm. through different actions. You just have to know like what the right thing to say is <laughs> that won't piss them off but we'll start to get them to see reason and turn towards that light side and vice versa. You can even make Basila neutral. You can't make her evil, right? but you can make her neutral. Oh yeah. You can pretty much break her down to be like, I'm in love with you and I know that I shouldn't be, but I am daytime drama. (laughs) But (laughs) well, but even then, like you, you bring her down. Mm Mm-hmm. And you, you, like all the other characters, Garth, um, the, the, I can't remember their names, the Wookiee and the. Oh, the, I'm not even gonna yeah, try the, to say. All of them, yeah. you can make good or evil yeah. throughout your choices of this. The only one that you cannot make evil, evil, is Bastila. The worst she goes is down to neutral. Or maybe I just didn't try hard enough. (laughs) But, like, that was part of what I liked is, like, it felt like your crew was, like, evolving and adaptive. And you could could do these things with them. You know what I mean? It was Karth, not Garth. Oh, is it Karth? It's Karth. I always mm, I thought it was I Garth. I always thought it was Garth. Yeah. Uh, his name is Zalbar, and the Twi'lek girl's name is Mission. That's right. And then you were thinking of Candorus Ordo. That's the Mandalorian guy. Yeah. And then Jahani is the cat chick. Yeah. I never used her either. Yeah. I didn't use her. I didn't use him. I basically ran around with Bastila and Karth, I think. Yeah. Cause you, you had a very, like you could only have two people in your party. Yeah. As you ran around the world. And then like on every planet you had like either your ship or like a base of operations mm. that you worked out of. And that's where you could go in and like you could talk to some of the other people about what were happening on the planet and you could switch out your group, you could modify your gear. Cause that was one of the other things was like, you could change out your Kyber crystals. You could change out your lenses in your lightsaber. You can modify your blasters, putting on new scopes and mm-hmm. grips and everything. You can modify your armor. So like they had a lot of item customization along with character customization in this game um and you know it's it's a stat-based game it was a leveling system and everything like that so your stats did matter but like yeah you could you could do a lot Mm -hmm. in this game and for the time period that it came out like that was kind of unheard of oh it was super in-depth at the time yeah. Like, I mean, I just remember spending a ton of time just looking for mods. Yep. Just to make everything stronger. To to make everything 
better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really like this armor, but I need I need a better mod on it. Mm -hmm. So then you're like going to shops and you're talking to people and you're haggling with people to get prices yep. down. And like, if you failed that, it, would, it did not go well. And <laughs> like, God, it was just it was a it was fun because you didn't you weren't restricted to just oh go here do this yeah. like it was actually pretty open in those worlds like it wasn't the whole world i couldn't just wander out into the desert of tatooine yeah but like the area maps that they created for these planets were massive they were big yeah there's lots you could run around and explore and like stuff out if in the new one they take out load zones mm -hmm. You would actually be able to, I think, really grasp on how massive some of these planets are, yeah, and how much they built out on them. Like because that's back then they still had to have load zones. Yeah. You you had to you had to load into the next zone. You know, go through this doorway and load into the next zone. Um, but like even then, when you're like kind of looking at it, you're like, man. I've gone into seven different zones and all zones are pretty huge. And it takes me 15 minutes to run from one end of the zone to the other end of the zone. And that's every fucking zone I've gone into. That's massive. Yeah, it's big. Especially for that time period. Oh, yeah. Like we compare it against something like Skyrim. Oh, no, it's it's peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> but like for the time, fucking massive. Mm hmm for the type of game that it was like they just really well built this yeah this is this is actually part of the reason this game is part of the reason why i have given bioware so much slack over the years mm -hmm. because i know what they're capable of yeah so when they produced games like anthem mm -hmm. where i don't feel like the world was that massive especially in comparison to what we were putting out at the time I don't feel like the storyline was that in depth, especially compared to what they had put out. Mm -hmm. I was just like, what are you doing, man? Why did you dagger to my heart? Yeah. Well, that's a, that was all EA. You know me, I'm an Anthem apologist. I know. And, but it, I mean, it really was like, it was all EA was coming, just being over their shoulders and was like, you need to put this out. You need to get this out. Yeah. You know, because you're right. Like, when but that's what I'm saying is they partnered with EA from the beginning. Well, yes, but EA as a company changed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. They did. When they realized, oh, we can just make sports games. and Sports games. And make people buy sticker packs. But it's so weird because they put out another Star Wars game. Fallen Order. Yes. And it was fucking amazing. Yes, that was after they got yelled at by everybody. Yeah, they did. They, did. they got <laughs> their like, hands smacked I'm big like, time. Between the between the microtransaction mm -hmm. scandal and and Anthem, because I, I, no matter how much I apologize for that game, I understand it was critically not well received. And between those two things, they promised big and delivered little. That's part of the problem. That's that's a big part of the problem, in my my opinion. Uh, the, but that's for me the difference is, and I would I will love I will love getting to do an anthem show with you because the difference is is that unlike something like Fable, where they came out and said, "Hey, you're going to be able to do all of this all this super cool stuff." Yeah, they were just they were like, "We're going to give you a 10 and then they had to shrink it down. Like everything was still in there; it just wasn't functioning properly. And like, like again, right? They said it's going to have a really big in depth story. Well, it did have a story, 
it just was not as big as an in-depth because they were kind of corralled into following this the, that pattern that come out of yeah. live service. Yeah. You know, they couldn't do something like this where have it just be a, just a big RPG. They needed to incorporate that live service. And if you had taken the live service part out of Anthem and changed it for a more detailed and longer in-depth story, I think there would have been like a little bit better because the, more, rec- more well received. Yeah. Cause the, the world itself is, is big. There's yeah. just not a ton in it. And that's part no. of the problem. You know, whereas with this, it's like every section you went to had something worth looking at and had something worth investigating. People worth talking to, story worth finding out, lore worth discovering. Like, yeah, like they 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 built this out in depth. And I I, I did like that is unfair of me because they did do Jedi Fallen Order, which amazing game. We did one. You should listen to it. Um, but then they did Squadrons. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was that was not good. That was bad. So like, they did a great game. Yeah. And then they did a terrible game. Yeah. So like, they they still have their issues as far as that goes. But it, I'm just saying, like, this was my introduction to Bioware. Mm-hmm. I think it was a lot of people's introduction to Bioware. Right? Yeah. And unless you played any of the uh, uh, Baldur's Gate stuff, right? I did. I did. Me too. Um, but like that was different to me that's that's Baldur's gate that's D D. like that's they've been making D D games like Baldur's gate for a long time you know what i mean yeah and those were always top-down views mm-hmm. this one is not a top-down view this is a third person view you know mm-hmm. they 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 changed a lot of it um so i yeah there there's a lot more to this that uh I forgot Bioware did Baldur's Gate, man. That Wait, threw me off. Hold on, hold on. Maybe I was wrong. Well, they did Baldur's Gate like on the PC. And then they did like Baldur's Gate 2, Shadows of Om. Um. Um, because then then they did Kotor, then they did Jade Empire. I forgot about Jade Empire. And then they were like, hey, what's this Mass Effect thing that's making us a ton of money? We shouldn't put out a bunch of those. Then came the Dragon Age games. Yep. Oh, and then they did Star Wars The Old Republic. Which is the online version of this. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and they did Anthem. Then they did Anthem. Yeah. Oh, sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. But, no, and, like, the, the gameplay itself is amazing. The, the storyline is amazing. The customization is amazing. Like, e- even though it's an older game... I highly recommend going and playing this. Oh yeah. To anybody, Star Wars fan, RPG fan, like somebody who just wants a good story, this is a great game to go play. And the fact that it is now accessible literally on every platform. You could play this thing on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> like you really should cuz it's 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 a great game. Mm. Um and like I'm excited for the remake because not only are they Bring in the graphics a little bit more digestible, <laughs> but they've even openly said we're adding to the story. Yeah, we're we're adding more stuff to do because, as you pointed out, like it's quick. Like the story is pretty short and simple. You spend a lot of time on the worlds because you kind of need to, mm-hmm. in order to accomplish the main storyline things. You need to level. 
because if you try to go and accomplish those storyline things without leveling up first you're not going to do it you're just you're not going to win those combat situations there's no way so you need to do the side quests to level up because there's no way to grind in this game to get levels which i'm okay with 100 percent. like do the quests the quests are fun yeah but uh so like they're adding more to it um and i can't remember i i want to believe they said more planets more side quests a little bit more story there were things that they wanted to do with this one that just at the time period they couldn't because they could only put in so much because of limitations Mm -hmm. and we have far since surpassed those limitations so they want to like put it out and really do like do it do it up good yeah and like if that's what they deliver shut up take my money yeah like 100 percent, you know yeah like but after the final fantasy 7 remake like i'm apprehensive because while i did enjoy it like i still love the original a lot more and i kind of feel like i'm gonna feel the same way about this like it's gonna be nice to see but how much of that is nostalgia and that could very easily be it you know it could just easily be that i i like the way the the original game plays more than I like, you know, I like the updated graphics. I like it looking that way, but I like the playing style of the old, you know, the old games. Yeah. So by re- like, like I said, I'm not like I'm excited. I'm just reminding myself to keep that excitement in check because Final Fantasy VII Remake, while good, was not better than the original. And I don't want to get myself like hyped to a point where I'm like, is this going to be better than the original? I just want to be excited that they're remaking it. And I'm curious to see what it's going to be. And that's fair. But I think there's two differences here, right? Mm -hmm. The first one is final fantasy seven remake. Didn't just update the graphics. They completely changed the way you encounter this world. Right. Which is part of my point. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's one major thing, right? Mm-hmm. This remake, they're not doing that. Or at least they haven't stated as such yet. Let me let me correct mm-hmm. that statement. Like, they haven't stated as such yet, right? Mm-hmm. They're just updating the graphics. The, to my understanding, they want to keep the gameplay and the gameplay style the same as what it was originally, mm-hmm. right? The other thing is we don't have all of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Well, yeah. This one, it, they have not come out saying they're going to break it up into parts, which which is great. Uh, but that's where I'm saying, like, I think between those two main things, like, it's easy for us to sit here and say, like, this is what our opinion of Final Fantasy VII remake compared to the original is. Mm-hmm. Well, even in my opinion, the original is a little bit better, but that's only because I've only played through like a fifth. <laughs> of the storyline for the remake you know what i mean right like i have if the other parts of the remake come out and i'm able to play all of them just bam 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 back to back mm-hmm. right all the way through i that's when i'm gonna probably make my decision on which one is is better yeah or are they equal because how can i gauge something where i don't have the full thing Right. I have Final Fantasy seven, the original where I can play start to finish the whole thing right now. Beat the whole storyline. 
or I can play one fifth of it in the remake, mm-hmm. you know? So it's easy for me to go, well, yeah, the original's better because I get a conclusion to my full storyline. Well, and that's a valid point, but like, that's not, that's not a part of the remake that I didn't like. Right. I didn't, I didn't like, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know how to really phrase it. Like it didn't feel like final fantasy seven. Okay. You know? And like I said, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it. I, thoroughly enjoyed it we already we talked about it yeah you know you can listen to that but i do feel like it was and not because it was broken up right i mean it's the right i can already say that the 2001 dune is far better than that monstrosity from the 80s because it's got updated graphics it's got better character actors sorry sean young (laughs) like you know it's got more to it yeah it's broken into half but all everything about that feels so much better. Whereas the adverse, you know, is for me for the Final Fantasy seven situation that we're talking about. Okay. You know, the older one just feels better. The new one I'm I enjoyed, but like I don't have I don't have the love for it. And I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Which is which is fair. Yeah. yeah. Does it feel better? Or does it feel familiar? Uh, that's that's a fair question. Because right? How many times have you played through the original? Yeah, and that, and I I get you because that's what, kind of my problem with this, right. right? Like I've played through this original one. Oh God, I don't. I, uh, 12, 20, 30. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how many times, you know. Yeah. Because I've loved it. So when I go to play the remake, if it doesn't feel familiar enough right Mm -hmm. that's gonna take away from it some somewhat right because as much as i i'm gonna try and go into it with an open mind and an open heart i'm gonna look for that familiarity yeah where with this final fantasy 7 remake because they changed the way you approach the world right off the bat the familiarity is thrown off Mm -hmm. it's 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 thrown out the window like i did not feel like that game was familiar to me from the get-go because i'm looking at the world from a different perspective yeah i'm doing different things in the world you know i'm having little bits of different interactions and to go off that right so the whole section where you're helping around the seventh heaven bar in final fantasy remake, right? Yeah, yeah. Nothing that you did in the original one. Absolutely. Right. It was like, Oh, this is new, but do I really need it? You know, now the same thing, right? They're going to add more stuff into this one. Is it going to make sense? Is it going to be needed? Is it going to be needed? And we won't know until it comes out. Right. Which is back to my original point. I'm not saying I'm not looking forward to this. I'm just keeping my hype in check because yeah. I don't want to get, have my, I don't oversold I, oversell yourself. Exactly. Yeah. No. And I, I never said that you, you weren't, mm-hmm. I, I was just, it was more of a curiosity because it's, here are two situations that are very close to each other that we, where we can kind of talk about it and be like, well, hold on a second, you know? Yeah. Cause for me, I'm, I'm doing basically the same thing of this is a game that I loved from my childhood. This is a game that meant a lot to me because it opened up my world to something that I'd never been exposed to. And, and in all honesty, 
I'd never been exposed to an RPG like this. Mm. Before then, I was playing stuff like Counter-Strike. Yeah. You know, Halo. Mm. That the first-person shooters. The closest thing that I had to an RPG that I played was a little bit of Baldur's Gate, but mm. I was too young to really like enjoy and appreciate that kind of a game you know and like Mm -hmm. the patience that comes with that kind of a style of gameplay right Mm -hmm. so like that was just oh god it was too much for me you know where this one i was like there's enough action in it there's enough storytelling in it there's enough choice decision making in it where i didn't feel like i needed to be patient but i was being exposed to a type of gameplay that I was not familiar with and I just devoured with how much I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So going into the remake, if I go in and like, oh my God, they, they took the original game and it's gonna be a billion times better. I know I'm gonna set myself up for disappointment there. Yeah. Like I can oversell something, so I don't wanna do the same thing, but I've also done a lot of thinking of like, well, there were things that I liked about Final Fantasy VII, which is why I thought it was funny that you brought that one up <laughs> because there were things that I liked about the remake and then, you know, kind of dividing back and forth. And I, I had that conversation where I've asked my, well, is it because it's familiar? Is it because the original Final Fantasy VII is so familiar to mm. me that I kind of was like, I do enjoy this a little bit more? And then was it, do I enjoy it more or do I enjoy it differently? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because that was the other part of it. Like, I enjoyed Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. I enjoy the original. But I enjoy them for different reasons. Mm. You know? So is that going to be the situation here? Am I going to enjoy both of them, but for different reasons? You know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to see because... I do feel like the first one, especially compared to the second one, is very short. Mm. The second one feels a lot longer, a lot longer and a lot more in depth in that storyline. Right. Where this first one, they were just kind of like, let's test the waters (laughs) with this and see how it works. So by adding more to it, what are you adding? Yeah. Where are you taking it from? Because now, because of the KOTOR games, we actually have books about it, which, you know, are all legacy, but right. <laughs> like we have books about it. So now we know a shit ton more about Revan and Malik mm-hmm. than what we got from this game. Are you adding more of that history? Like, you know, there's a lot of what ifs yeah. for the remake that I don't have answers to yet because they're. The only thing we've really seen is that one little trailer of the lightsaber igniting and Revan's mask. Yep. And then basically saying, we're doing it. We're doing it. That's it. That's all we've gotten on this. Mm -hmm. So as it develops, I'll be interested to see what else they kind of come out with. They and kind of gauge from there, Mm -hmm. you know, because like, yeah, they could take something absolutely they could take this and destroy it mm. absolutely in a remake i've seen it happen oh yeah a billion times where mm-hmm. they oh we're gonna remake this but we're gonna we're gonna change it a little destroyed <laughs> you know yeah so I, i'm on the fence about the remake but i'm still gonna play it exactly and that's 100 yeah like there's no way i'm not playing it the question is is 
how how is it going to sit after I've had a chance to, you know, just kind of eat a little bit of it and be like, what is different from the original? What's added? What's removed? Does it make sense? Does it still work? Does it still, most importantly, does it still feel like I'm in the Star Wars universe? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, well, and I'm, I'm worried about combat functionality and everything like that because we have greatly moved away from the pause, plan out your moves, days of gaming. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot more live action now. Yeah. So how's that going to go? Exactly. You know, like, are they are they keeping that? Are they literally going to be like, we're going to play more off of the nostalgia? And it is what it is. This is what we built out for. It, and this is how we intended for you to play it. And that's how you're going to play it. Or are they going to be like, now we're changing this all up. We're, you, you got button combos now. Yeah, exactly. You right. know, like, oh, fuck. I... Right. Is it going to be more of just like that? Is it going to be like you're going to have like like normal attacks, heavy attacks, and then a powers wheel that you're going to access and you're going to use stuff? You know, are you going to be able to switch between characters or are you going to be locked into using one? Like, oh, yeah, there's just so much that it's oh, yeah. like, I didn't even think about that aspect of it. Yeah. Like, like, what is the plan? And then really, that's part of like where the whole uncertainty comes from is that we just don't know yet. We just don't and know. And it's like, if you do all of the stuff that I'm terrified that you're going to do, it's going to be a bad time. Yep. But if you don't, it's going to be okay. <laughs> well, and I, I, I got to say, and it's not, it's not Bioware's fault on this one, but just the last, the last game that basically gave me this little tr- teaser and was like, we're doing it. And then like, I waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and waited some more and they delivered it. And it was a hot steaming pile of shit. Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. Cyberpunk, they gave us just this little screenshot that said, that panned through this scene of this woman who had murdered somebody with her mantis blades. And the cops are, like, shooting at her. And they, like, kind of, like, panned through the scene. And then it fades to black. And all it said was, um, when it's ready, it's ready. <laughs> or something like that, right? Right. Like, We'll release it when it's ready. And that was it. And then we didn't hear shit Mm. about it for years. We didn't even get a name of the game for years. And so when all they did was Revan's lightsaber light off and basically like, we're doing it. I was like, oh my God, I had flashbacks. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I think where that's part of where my hesitancy comes from is like, I was like super looking forward to that game and it was not good when it came out. Mm. Please don't do that to this one. Yeah. Please, please, sir. (laughs) But with that, I've got nothing more, man. Yeah, I, I, I think that'll do it for us. So thank you all so much for listening. We totally appreciate it. You can go to our Facebook page and you can let us know what you thought of this episode let us know what your thoughts on star wars kotor is you can also go to our uh, Podbean. you can comment there you can send us an email with your concerns your comments your questions whatever tell us you like us tell us you don't like us what we're doing what right what we're doing wrong um, and then lastly of course we like to say we do have a patreon um, it is now one two and five dollar donation a month just that helps us keep the lights on during this episode we didn't get visited by the ghost so that was nice 
Super awesome. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, stay tuned for another episode coming up. And I wonder what it could possibly be. But I don't know. I don't know either. So I guess for the... We're I, winging it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until next time, game, game on. on. Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required claiming that it's going to no part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from no tokens required.